It's just what the doctor ordered. It's time for your daily dose of awesome. Check your hate and negativity at the door as mom, wife, teacher, and lover of life, Cindy Liming shares awesome, fun-loving tips on how you can bring positivity, fun, and laughter into your life and into the world. And now, here's your host, Cindy Liming. It's just what the doctor ordered. It's time for your daily dose of awesome. Check your hate and negativity at the door as mom, wife, teacher, and lover of life, Cindy Liming shares awesome, fun-loving tips on how you can bring positivity, fun, and laughter into your life and into the world. And now, here's your host, Cindy Liming. Hey there, this is Cindy Liming, your host of your Daily Dose of Awesome, where I talk about adding a little more awesome into your life. I'm super excited to bring you some awesomeness today. I have a brand new sponsor, and oh my gosh, I feel like it's all I can talk about lately. But I do have more to talk about than just some super cool and healthy products. In this week's episode, I will talk about how to keep it together. And by it, I mean your sanity. Last week, I was talking about the topic Kids Rule the World from the article by Victoria Pruday called Reasons Today's Kids Are Bored, Entitled, Impatient with Few Real Friends. The part that really resonated with me is how Haley tells me what she's going to eat, like she's my boss, which normally is carbs and ice cream. And I know that I should just put the food in front of her and she should just learn how to eat what we eat. I mean, that's what my parents did. I do actually remember falling asleep at the table because I wasn't allowed to leave until I ate the food. But those parents who are listening who are in the same boat as me, you know how it is. And I hope you really are out there and I'm not the only one. And by the way, please let me know in my Facebook group by searching your daily dose of awesome if you've not already joined. Anyway, when I put a new food in front of my seven-year-old daughter, Haley, she cringes and makes these awful faces. She's very dramatic and starts working herself up into a frenzy about how she doesn't want to try it. And then my teens start picking on her and try to tell me how to parent her. And now she's crying in the middle of dinner. And then I try to to negotiate with her. And then everyone's mad and arguing just because I tried to get her to eat a new food. Seriously, it's not worth the struggle. There is a flip side to this, however. If you're a parent of two or more kids, you know that the child in question will not starve. I remember when my oldest son, Christian, who is now 17, only ate things that started with the letter P. No joke. Like, he would eat pretzels and peaches, the canned form, um, pork products like hot dogs, potatoes like french fries, and pizza. And that was his only diet for like two years. And I remember I would cry and I would stress out because I thought he wouldn't be healthy And I also remember a time when I wrestled him to the ground and tried to force feed him. It was awful. It was a really, really awful time. But guess what? At 17 years old, the kid will now not stop eating. I think he's at like eight meals a day. So when I weigh my options at the dinner table, do I want everyone arguing at the table? Not really. Will Haley live if she doesn't try this new food? Yes. 
So I kind of found a solution to my problem. Well, really, I should say it found me. And it's my new sponsor that I'm super excited about. So check out this word for my sponsor. Now back to my madness. I mean, awesomeness. Yeah, this episode could get a little messy today. (laughs) For dinner. So back to dinner. So for dinner, what I normally do is try to make something that everyone will like. For example, we eat a lot of spaghetti. And Haley will not eat the sauce because she's super picky. And if you listen to my last episode, she now refuses to eat meat. So what I do is I crock pot the meatballs in the sauce. And then I make the noodles separately. And then typically what I do is I buy the cheapest noodles I can find from Aldi. And we all eat the spaghetti, but Haley only eats the noodles with butter. But this way I'm not making anything extra. And then sometimes I get really fancy and we'll have garlic bread too and salad. Now she won't eat the salad, but she'll eat the garlic bread. But in all reality, this is not the healthiest meal for Haley. But now that Brandless has found its way into our lives, I bought the organic sauce for my teens and me and the organic noodles. And if you're some kind of health guru that's listening, I know, I know, it's still just buttered noodles. But with these noodles, there aren't any preservatives, so that makes me feel a little bit better. And then Haley also likes chips and Cheez-Its. Well, guess what? Brandless sells chips and Cheez-Its, only it's healthier. The Cheez-Its are organic and made with real cheese. And then the chips that I bought are veggie chips, and there's no artificial flavors or preservatives, and she eats them. So have I gotten her to try a new food this week? Kind of. I mean, I substituted her Doritos for veggie chips, and she loves it. I swapped out the cheap Aldi brand Cheez-Its for Brandless's organic version. I've just chosen to choose my battles, I guess. So, and that brings me to my next topic, which is keeping your sanity. So for my regular listeners, you already have a pretty good idea of what my life is like. But for my new listeners, in a nutshell, I'm a mother to a grand total of five kids ages 17 through seven years old. And I'm in my second marriage. So Ethan and Noah are my husband's kids. But then here's the kicker. They live an hour away. So single moms, I can totally relate to you because that's what I am most of the time. I live with my own three kids and my husband and I do not share our incomes. And I know we would help each other out if we needed to. But for the most part, we're, you know, he's got his own income and I've got mine. And then all of our kids are involved in sports or theater. In addition, I'm a full-time fifth grade teacher with a roster of a whopping 146 students. And then to make ends meet, I've been blessed with a second job as one of the children's ministry directors at my church, which, by the way, is an hour away since my husband is the minister of that church. And then lastly, I have this podcast, which um, which I really do enjoy doing. My life is very full and I'm blessed, but I'm not going to lie. I'm probably running on my last shred of sanity. I mean, seriously, I'm Asian and I've decided to go blonde. So yes, I think I very well may be on my way to losing it. But no, seriously, like I'm I'm gradually going blonde and I am excited about it, but I, I don't really know where this came from. So maybe I am losing it. I don't know. <laughs> but often I'm asked, how do you do it all? And normally my response is not well. Um, but that's not entirely true. Part of that is my negative self-talk, but 
Here's my secret. Invisible marbles. Yes, that's what I said. Invisible marbles. And just hear me out. But it's a joke that um, my husband and I joke about all the time. And I say things like I have this little um, invisible Dollar Tree bucket of marbles that I wear like a necklace around my neck. So like I know I was at um, Dollar Tree one time. They had these little buckets. And I just picture myself wearing around my neck like a necklace. And in the morning, um, I decide how many marbles I'm going to put in my bucket. And the marbles represent my sanity. So I usually put three imaginary marbles in my invisible bucket and go about my day. And as I just said that, I realize I probably do sound like I'm losing it. But seriously, this helps me stay to keep myself together. So um, and then anything can happen after that. So usually the first sanity sucker, that's what I'll call it, I guess, since I can't think of anything else to call it, would be my daughter Haley. As much as I love her, she does take away a lot of my sanity some days. But again, she doesn't want to get ready for school. So I ask myself, is this situation really worth a marble? And anymore? No. So what does that mean exactly? Well, it means that I'm not going to let it get to me. If I'm going to let it get to me, then I have to give away an imaginary marble. And the goal is to have all my marbles by the end of the day. She has always gotten ready for school begrudgingly, but she's done it. And she also knows that if she doesn't, I'll be taking her to school in her PJs. And why does she believe me? Because I've done that to one of her older siblings. And I won't mention any names, but I did really do that. And I didn't have to take him to school that way. I just had to take him to the neighbor's house um, because that's where he or she had to go before school. And I took he or she there um, in her PJs or his PJs <laughs> and only once. So I'm not going to give a marble to this one. The next marble I may have to give would be to a grumpy teenager. On any given morning, my teens may get short with me, which I don't know why, but for me, it's super hurtful, especially first thing in the morning. It doesn't happen that often, thankfully, but it is something that I would have to give a marble to. Why? Because it'll eat me up inside, and I really can't stop it. I mean, it'll fester in the depths of my soul as long as a few days, unfortunately. And I have a really hard time when my teens get snippy. And I really wish that it got easier as the years go on. But those of you with young children, I've got news for you. It doesn't get any easier. So I'm not really sure why it bothers me so much, but it does. So if you are a teen that is listening to this, please be kind to your parents. We may not act like it, but it really does hurt our feelings. So then I'm off to work. So once I get there, it's anybody's game. So sometimes I think to myself, okay, so which children will get my marbles today? More than likely, I'm already headed to work with about two marbles left out of three. And on a good day, I get to keep the marbles. Like yesterday, I almost had to give up a marble. One of my students started freaking out because it looked like there was a turd in the drinking fountain. And yes, I said a turd in the drinking fountain. And I went over to examine it. And it could have been a wadded up paper towel, but um, it was questionable. <laughs> and I was not going to touch it in order to find out what it was for sure. But it was really disgusting. And I was really disappointed that this was happening. But anyway, did I give up a marble? No. Was it gross? Yes. But was it worth a marble? No, not really. 
So later in the day, on any given day, I might encounter a lazy student. Now, I know that's not a good word to use, and I think there has to be a better one, but let me explain. Um, on any given day, a couple times a week, I will have a student who, after I've um, given instruction and passed out the worksheets, um, I will check on the kids after maybe five minutes of giving them some work time. And there will always be a student who doesn't have a pencil and doesn't do anything about it. And everyone else is already working. There's one in every crowd. Marble worthy? A little. Depends on how many marbles I still have. But usually it's worth about a half a marble because it really irritates me. So have I ever gone negative with my marbles? Like lost them all completely and then some? You betcha. But I'm getting better at this. And I ask myself these three questions when a marble situation arises. So just two things. So number one, I say to myself, look, you only gave yourself three marbles for the day. You can't go home and get more. So is this situation really worth it? And two, if it's questionable, I go a little deeper. See, last year was a year of loss for me. And I'm not going to get into it too much, but all in one year, I lost a friend of mine to leukemia. And my son's best friend, who was like a son to me, was killed in a car accident. And both of them lived their lives to their fullest. So I asked myself, would Caden or Todd let this bother them? See, knowing that our time is limited, often this does the trick and I get to keep my marbles. So to wrap this up, the next time you think you're going to lose it, think of your marbles. Do you really want to lose your marbles? Do you really want to waste your precious energy by get, letting something eat you up all day? I mean, our time is very limited and you don't get it back. So spend your marbles wisely and celebrate when you've kept them all. And I truly hope that you have gotten some awesomeness from this episode. So if so, please share it and subscribe. If you need more awesomeness, check out my website at yourdailydoseofawesomepodcast.com. And please, let's keep the conversation going on at Instagram at yourddofawesome, Twitter, um, I'm Cindy Liming, which is spelled C-Y-N-D-I, and Liming is L-I-M-I-N-G, or in my Facebook group by searching Your Daily Dose of Awesome. And thank you so much for listening to my madness. I mean, my awesomeness. And I hope you have an awesome week, and I pray that you keep all of your marbles every day. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.